Welcome in once again, The Drive on the air with you here at G-Migs, our Tuesday home. It's a Hawkeye Huddle Tuesday. Dave Creighton Jr., Brett Ridge is going to be by from 5 until 6 o'clock as they are each and every Tuesday here on 1700 The Champ. I'm Trent Cotton, my new co-host. He's back for day number two. He hasn't quit on me. It's Wolfgang. What's happening, man? Not much, Trent. This is my first, uh, what would you call this, roadie? Would you call yeah. this? What would you call this? It's kind of fun. It is out and about, and we uh, we get to enjoy a cocktail while we're talking, which isn't a bad thing. Stop on by here at Steak Night at G Mig's Fifth Street Pub in Valley Junction. That's where we'll be here the next couple of hours, and uh, maybe a little bit longer. I know the boys always like to stick around, shake hands, and kiss the babies, and have a good time here at G Mig's. Well, Wolfgang, let's get into it here today. After uh, quite the entertaining Monday night football game we got last night. Not just because we had a local involved with the Green Bay Packers, and I told you yesterday, I'm one to know you're 0 and 1 on our picks. I gave you the 49ers plus the nine, but Wolfgang, tons of Hawkeyes in the game, a lot oh. of good CJB, especially in the first half. Plenty of bad late in the game with Greg Maben, but certainly an entertaining game last night. You made me so people may not have listened yesterday. Um, you made me go on the spot. You said it was nine points, I think. Um, mm-hmm. San Francisco, the underdog, I took um, Green Bay because I had seen, I've seen literally every snap, Trent, that CJB has ever thrown in the NFL last year and this year. So I have a good feel for them, and I've seen, I saw them last week, Trent, and I saw about five guys that I didn't see play last week, mm-hmm. including the stud Goodwin. Did you see how fast that dude is? You want to talk oh, yeah. about athleticism? When you are so fast that you put fear into somebody that is fast, that's when you're doing something good. That long jump TD celebration he did, right? love watching that stuff. I think that guy, if he learns how to run routes, and this was the whole thing on him last year, he'd just do fly routes and go down the field and you throw it to him. If he learns how to actually run routes, we got something here. They, they got both running backs back. They got Pierre Garçon back. Um, there was a couple offensive linemen that I hadn't seen recently that were dinged up. So that was a completely different team. Here come the excuses, my brother, that uh-huh, you're going to uh-huh. see on Friday when I get stuff wrong. Admit it, you put me on the spot. I hadn't even looked at anybody who was coming back. But I'm telling you, I saw six guys out there for the 49ers that I had not seen the previous week. And if you are a C.J. Beathard fan, and Trent, you're going to have to back me up here. I either said it yesterday or I said it Friday. That C.J.B., I I told you, when he came out of Iowa, I loved him. Okay, I loved him as an Iowa quarterback. Mm -hmm. I loved him as a guy that... I believed in when it got crucial that he was going to find a way to make it against Iowa State. If he had to run, he'd run. If he had to complete a pass, he'd complete a pass, whatever. He'd go into the huddle. There are all sorts of players saying that when he came in the huddle, Trent, everybody believed in him. But CJB, I did not think would ever be a starting quarterback in the NFL, and I watched him last year tons, okay? Every single start, every single snap. Okay, hard to get a judge of. Still wasn't a fan saying that he was ever going to be a starter in the NFL. I just didn't believe that he was a true starter. It's unfair of me to say that. No offensive line at all. It's like when you're watching Pey- uh, Peyton, uh, Eli Manning now. Mm-hmm. A lot of that's his fault. A lot of that isn't. They're just slipping through the offensive line. There's no crazy, like, awesome off, like defensive technique that's going on to get by those offensive linemen for the Giants. And that's what it was last year for the 49ers. CJB, he had somebody in his face right off. So how could you honestly get, like, a fair reaction to how good CJB was last year with no weapons. Pierre mm-hmm. Gassard pretty much lost most of the year. The offensive line stinking. Somebody's in his face the whole time. And you're reading now, Trent, this is really cool. You're reading guys 
you're hearing guys on SportsCenter, on Fox, like on Twitter, actual NF dudes, NFL dudes going, and I'll find the quote in a little bit, but it's, an, it's a legit NFL guy saying, you know, I watched CJB and I at Iowa. Wasn't much of a fan. Not, not too much there. Watched him last year. Didn't see too much. Basically, now they're saying, I see what people are seeing, mm-hmm. and if he's not the 49ers starter going forward, which he probably won't, right. the 49ers have some serious trade bait. They do, and we've seen this happen a lot throughout the years where a guy will get the opportunity. He's under the correct coach. I mean, with Shanahan coaching him, Kyle Shanahan, what he did back in Atlanta with Matt Ryan, and, and he see the progression that certainly C.J. Beathard has made. It felt like a reach at the time. When he was drafted in the third round, a lot of people, it was a head-scratcher across the league. You can get this guy in the fifth or sixth round. Why are you moving up? It was a reach, Trent, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely, at the time. But it was the guy that he had targeted. He liked what he could do and what he could mold and meld out of C.J. Beathard. And there's a future there and a real opportunity to be a guy that's not going to just be you know, a career backup, but I think more than that. Now, is he ever going to be a top half of the league quarterback? I think that's where the question is. I, I think we saw tonight, and we've seen it pockets throughout his career, he can be a starter. He can be a starter maybe on a bad team. But can he make that progression forward? That's still the question for me. That that next step forward to becoming even a top 20 quarterback in the league, I don't know if I can go there, Wolfgang. I can't either. I think that would be a leap, a big-time leap. It would be. I'm just thinking I think he could be a starter on 32 teams, right? Yep. I think he could be a starter on one of these 32 teams, and people are starting to see it. Peter King, for crying out loud, did you hear him this morning? No. I heard him on the radio on some, on some station. He was basically pumping up CJB. I couldn't believe it. It was just, he, nobody was even, he didn't even, he wasn't even asked a question, Trent, about CJB. He brought him up saying, this guy's an NFL lifer. You know, bringing up, obviously, his grandfather, Mm -hmm. Hall of Famer with the Redskins and the, who else, uh, San Diego Chargers and whoever else, I'm forgetting, uh, 49ers, I believe. But um, he's talking about how he's a lifer. His teammates love him. You saw him, that he's just now, things are slowing down for him a little bit, which I think is a little bit condescending unless you've actually seen every snap because I just don't understand what you're supposed to do at some point, Trent. If when you get the ball hiked to you and you can't even go back to throw the ball and somebody's in your face, I don't know what you're supposed to do. How you're not supposed to get gun shy. How you're not supposed to be sensing ghosts right around you. You know what I'm And that is, and I was talking about Eli Manning. So a lot of that is, you know, the offensive line that sucks and the guys are in his face right away. He can't even complete a pass now, Trent, because he's so aware that somebody could be that. He's hearing sometimes things that aren't there. Now he can't even complete a pass that he would normally pat, complete no problem. So it's one of those things where, you know, is you know chicken or the egg type of thing. But we'll see. CJB, I think he's got a shot. Again, I know that's a little bit of a hot take, as you call it, I think. Maybe I'm going a little hotty there. But I think people that actually watched the game yesterday and, you know, heard me before were kind of rolling their eyes. Mm-hmm. I think after they saw that, maybe they came my way a little bit. No. Now, here's the question. You look at the starting quarterbacks, and you get even to the bottom tier. There are so many young quarterbacks from Baker Mayfield, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Josh Rosen. You get into those kind of guys, and you go through the league. The league is as good as I can remember, at least either guys that are very young and hopeful. That middle tier in the past, there were some bad quarterbacks who were starting for teams Go through 1 through 32, and, and look at those rosters and look at the starting quarterbacks. It's not like it was even four or five years ago. It is a different game in that one, and people get their guy, they mold him the way that they want, and because of that, I think it's even going to be more difficult for C.J. Beathard to find that home, to find that place where you get a team that believes that he can be a full-time starter, 
maybe it's a stopgap, and and maybe that's his future. Where next season a team looks at it, they're not drafting somebody in the top five picks, top ten picks, whatever it is, but they're drafting a third, fourth, fifth round guy, and they know it's going to take a year or two to get there. Well, you know what? Let's build that bridge and let's build it with mm-hmm. C.J. Beathard. Yeah. We know he can be our starter for the next two seasons. Go that route. That very well could be a possibility, uh, something to look at in the future. But Jimmy Garoppolo is still the guy there. I think everybody knows that. And I that. think he's good. Yeah, yeah. I've w- seen enough of him, too. And people were poo-pooing him earlier in this year. Yeah. I mean, before the year, they were like, this guy is Jesus. But- and, and, the, and the love went too far because he won the final five games of the regular season last year. And people, you look at the numbers in some of those games, they weren't great. Well, two of the teams didn't care if they won. Right. Remember that? It was yes. the end of the year. Yep. Um, I think, anyway. They were playing for draft position, yeah. And and that made, I think, a big difference in in the ascension that we saw out of Jimmy Garoppolo. But that was the good. We got to see good CJB. George Kittle doing his thing as fun of a guy to watch play in the NFL as you're going to find. But then there was also the bad. And the bad was, well, for the first three quarters, Mike Daniels was nowhere to be found. He he was getting eaten up by that depleted offensive line for the 49ers. He uh, turned it on as the game went on. He started to play better, certainly in the second half of the game. But the other guy, Greg Maben, woof, was that ugly. Whew. Please go, Trent, because I may get angry and hit the – We don't. do we have an eight-second delay here? Oh, there, There is nothing. We are live on our oh, boat, so you have to be careful. Why don't you uh, take the lead here, my <laughs> friend, because that was – I don't really cuss on Twitter, and I don't is, – Is that what Ken's worried about, that I'm going to cuss? Because I don't really cuss. No, no. You know, have I cussed around you? No, you, you say bleeping all the time and blanking. Yeah, and I say E-F-F-I-N, uh, which yeah. isn't a cuss word. Well, no, but I don't think they like you to spell oh, it they, Oh, they don't even I, like I you don't, I don't think it's, it's... Okay, gotcha. I did not know that. Well, yeah. I yeah. thought that was me being good. No, okay. no. Like, right. I mean, on Twitter, you can do whatever you want. We yeah, don't care no, I don't that. even cuss on Twitter. I mean, I've probably cussed five times in my life, but... Um, five times in your life? Get out of on here. On Twitter? I'm not kidding. I don't oh, do on much. Twitter. On yeah. Twitter. I thought you meant in general. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, I wonder why you got that reaction. Um... Let's see. Where was I going with that? Uh, what was the question? We were talking about Greg Maven. Yeah. And it, it was ugly. And there's one thing you have to do with a team with no timeouts. You can't give up leverage and you can't give out the outside. And what did they do? What did Greg Maven do? He gave up the outside continually. And he saw Sherman. He went over and said, all right, the heck with this. You're not guarding Devontae Adams anymore because mm-hmm. this isn't going well. But it didn't matter. They went away and, well, Aaron Rodgers said, I'm going to pick on this guy a little bit oh more. My gosh. That was a bad performance last night out of Greg Maven. Even though you can put the caveat they should have done more. He should have got more help anywhere you slice it. You just can't allow that to happen. Maven struggled last night. So I'm trying to think back. Okay, so this, like, I didn't realize it was Maven at the time. I had the, the, the volume down. Yeah. I was tweeting. and Anyway, stuff going on. It was pathetic. It, I, I got to the point where I'm like, this defensive coordinator needs to be fired. Now, I just don't call for people's jobs. I don't do that. Obviously, nobody cares what I think about the 49ers defensive coordinator. <laughs> okay, so, but I just don't really like doing that. It's not, you know, but it was pathetic. It was that bad. So I'm trying to think. As stupid as this sounds, was there a point where that was happening? If you're the 49ers, do you call a timeout? Because they had three. They did, yeah. And after they got the sack that looked like they were going to get the football back, they would have had two left after calling timeout there. But we had the penalty against Richard Sherman when he grabbed Devontae. I mean, it's a penalty, but... It isn't, it isn't. That's the stuff that annoys me, Trent, with when you went to radio school, so you're not allowed to talk about reffing. I did go to radio school. So I'm the only one that could talk about radio school or reffing. Youth and human services. (laughs) School of hard knocks. That's how I grew up here in the radio business. I I didn't go to the Brown School of Broadcasting. I didn't go to Syracuse. (laughs) I did none of those things. I'm just some dork with a mic in front of my face. That's all I have. I know you don't like tons of ref talk, but that's one of those things where they they replay it and they go, oh, yeah. Obvious. Well, no. There's how many times during the the 
during the game do you actually see that that they don't call it? Mm-hmm. That's what annoys me because we'll go back seven plays ago when the same thing happened when it wasn't called. Right. That's it. Just annoys me to no end when they do that. They replay that and they're just short sighted on that type stuff with the refing. That just annoys me, and I never want to do two straight hours of how the refs suck, Trent. <laughs> but give me a, a few moments every once in a while after we watch games where the refs suck because I do believe refs. That's a thing. That would have been fourth down and mm-hmm. 19, and they right. would have had to punt to CJB. We would have – here we go. <laughs> you, caught your, you, you caught yourself. Trent, I'm trying, man. We – Iowa, San Francisco, whatever, man. CJB. I mean, it's one thing when you're talking about, about Iowa, Iowa State. You're saying we for San Francisco. By Come the way, on. did you notice Dace when we had him on? Huh. He said we about 17 times were referring to the Wolverines and anybody that's playing Michigan State or Ohio State. I noticed that. <laughs> but – no, it's just one of those things. That could have been a huge, huge thing. They're punting from the tennis? Yeah, right in there. Yeah, I think they had already had a first down. So it's about the, about I mean, the 20, 25. Though. Seriously, right. that, that is not a small thing. No. That is a game changer. Yeah. And I will never, and I know you, if you don't like it, I'm not going to talk tons of refing stuff because I know that will just get old and people take phone calls and this, this call sucked, this call sucked. Sure. There's certain fan bases that boo every call. Not a part of that. I don't like that. It's just boring. But at some point, there is a call that can change a game. And I'm not talking about one in the first quarter or the second quarter, but that's something that legitimately changed the outcome of a game, I think. Green Bay, after the victory, they moved to 3-2-1, and one, a half game behind the Bears, who are 3 Do you think two. they're good, can I ask you? Because I don't. No, I don't, I don't think this is a good team, but they have Aaron Rodgers. And with Aaron Rodgers, anything is possible. We've seen quarterbacks get hot. We've seen that get and, – and they are adequate enough roster-wise that they're fine – but, yeah, I mean, without Aaron Rodgers and you put in somebody that is average, I think it would be a completely different conversation, obviously. We saw him with bad quarterbacks last year. Anybody's bad with quarterbacks. But look at this. they got a bye week this week. Mm-hmm. Look at their next four of their next five. They're all four of the next five on the road. At the Rams next week. You're talking about Green Bay, right? Yeah. Okay. Then they go to New England. So we'll go. let's go loss. Another loss. Back, back-to-back losses. Okay, back-to-back losses. They come home for Miami, who is four and two, not – Let's give them a win there. They get a win. So we're one and two. Sound good? They go to Seattle. Seattle's Seattle's, looking uh, better. Yeah, top ten in a lot of uh, lot of uh, power rankings. And then they go to Minnesota after that. I mean, that's they're four. You take two and three. I think you sign up for it right now. And if you get to that, you're five, five, and one going into the final stretch of the season, final games, and basically hoping for the best. It does ease up a lot after that. They get the Cardinals at home, Atlanta at home. I mean, Atlanta in December and Lambeau, come on. I think we don't <laughs> yeah, have that yeah, going to turn out. They go to Chicago and the Jets back-to-back, and they finish up at home with Detroit. That's how the schedule is going to finish up for the Packers. It, it's an important time, no doubt. We're going to get the break here, coming back on the other side. Time to talk some Iowa State. We'll get into it with Cyclone Alerts' Alex Halstead. And then the 5 o'clock hour, it is all Hawkeyes, as we'll be joined by <laughs> the guys from the Hawkeye Huddle, Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge. We're live from G-Migs. <laughs> Fifth Street Pub in Valley Junction. Back with more in a moment. Every Chiefs football game. Right here. Terminate this football game. The Chiefs radio network lives on 1700. The Champ. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. 
change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. It's green, moron! Come on, move it, you clowns! 1700, the champ. Right now, traffic. Here's a look at traffic for your drive home. Right now we have an accident on East 14th Street at Cleveland Avenue, but currently that's our only issue out there. No big problems to report on as of right now. Drive safe, Des Moines, and have a great afternoon. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Indeed, used by over 3 million businesses for hiring, where business owners and HR professionals can post job openings with screener questions, then sort, review, and communicate with candidates from an online dashboard. Learn more at Indeed.com slash hire. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. You have to be up in five hours. Two hours. Six minutes, and you haven't slept a wink. Zequil Pure Z's is a drug-free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin, so you can fall asleep naturally and wake with no next-day grogginess. So tonight, try new Zequil Pure Z's from the sleep experts at Vicks Zequil. This flu season, one Walgreens flu shot can make a world of difference, so you can protect yourself and also your close-talking co-workers, help, high-fiving neighbors, two-month-old niece. <laughs> That's why Walgreens has specially trained pharmacists that have provided over 60 million flu shots since 2010. Stop by for your flu shot today with a $0 copay with most insurance. Because protecting the world starts with protecting yours. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Vaccines subject to availability. State age and health-related restrictions may apply. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? 
you can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charter House Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Back with you from G-Migs here, our Tuesday spot. It's the drive on 1700, the champ Trank on along with Wolfgang with you. Till 5 o'clock, and then the Hawkeye huddle will take over. We're talking Iowa State, though, right now. Cyclones with our old friend Alex Halstead from CycloneAlert.com. He joins us here on a These Tuesday. These Cyclone fans are out of control as They, they are. We, we got the Cyclone fan in the, in the booth. He's ready <laughs> to roll. And we're watching a little playoff baseball here at G-Migs also. Alex, good afternoon to you. How are things? Doing good. Made it to the bye week. So, uh, hasn't been a, a slow bye week so far. Iowa State gets fined by the... Big 12, Solomon Young uh, has a groin injury, and so it's a bye week, but they're keeping me busy either way. Yeah, no doubt, and uh, we'll get into the basketball here in a little bit, but first a look back at what we saw from Saturday night, the victory over West Virginia. The Mountaineers came in ranked number six nationally, but it was a dominating performance for Iowa State. Now, one thing as I'm watching the game, Alex, I continue to wonder during the third quarter of that one, when were they going to put him away? And it just, for a while, at least for me, it had an eerie feeling as they couldn't get that two-score lead. They're up by six, that something bad was going to happen. Did you have that same feeling in the press box? It, it kind of felt like like it might be like, you know, here here we go again in terms of what fans have been used to in some of the last couple years, I should say last several years, in terms of some of those games that they've been close and haven't won. I think that especially probably crept up with fans when the field goal is blocked and it's returned for a touchdown because Iowa State was dominating the game at that point. You know, at that point, they're up 20-7 to with a chance to make it 23-7 to or at the very least keep it 20-7. to Then all of a sudden, the field goal is blocked, returned for a touchdown, and it's 20-14 to going into halftime. So it felt like for as much as they don't have a six-point lead, um, I don't think most people probably felt very good about that. But then, like you said, defensively they dominated and eventually they did get that touchdown that kind of – I think most fans probably felt comfortable, I would guess, you know, when the safety came. 
Yeah, we're with Alex Halstead. Alex, this is Wolfgang. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. How are you doing? Good. Good to talk to you. Thanks for coming on uh, Saturdays, all those early mornings. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little while, but it's, it's cool to you know see this new show. I saw that on Twitter last week, and a uh, cool new lineup for for the station. Absolutely. Look forward to talking to you. Um, we were talking on Friday, Trent and I, and we thought a big key to the game was Lima. Mm-hmm. on defense and let me tell you how wrong we were he doesn't even play Trent he doesn't even play Alex and then we see that kind of defensive performance do we sit him the rest of the year Alex yeah so so before the game you know we find out that he's got this concussion and isn't going to play and it's not something that I'd even really heard in, in kind of the back channels or that had been discussed throughout the week and you know tweet that out put that story up and fans are just like um this isn't good you know this was kind of the the big key like you guys said that's kind of a key that slowing down the running game and slowing down West Virginia's running game makes them more one-dimensional. You know, obviously, when they have that run game, it really sets up career well. And so a lot of fans were worried. And then Jamal Johnson comes in there and, according to Pro Football Focus, was one of the top five graders in the entire game. So uh, I think most people were surprised by that. And uh, it sounds like he could be back against Texas Tech. So uh, will be a, a continued piece moving forward. By week this week for Iowa State as they get ready for that matchup, as Alex mentioned, against Texas Tech. Let's uh, spe- stay with the defense for a moment. And when you look at this uh, squad, what they put together, nine tackles for a loss as a team, seven sacks of Will Greer. They were all over the place. I thought Jaguan Bailey maybe he played his best game of the year. But as you mentioned, without Lima, the depth that this Iowa State defense continues to build there were a couple of times I had to take a look at the roster and wasn't sure guys that were in there and that were making plays. We've seen Hummel continue to make his assumption, the former Dowling Catholic Maroon. This defense, it's not just about those top guys in the front seven or even the top 11 guys overall. They're building a lot of depth defensively, Alex. Yeah, that's actually one of the things that Matt Campbell said, and I think one of the reasons they feel like they've been able to have some defensive success is because guys aren't playing as many snaps. They're fresher later into games. Uh, you mentioned Jake Hummel. He's been spelling Marcel Spears quite a bit. And last year, I think Spears played upward of 700 snaps. Oof. And now he's getting breaks. And you look at that defensive line, there's a point in that first series of the game where they switch to a four-man front on third down. And Tucker Robertson, a redshirt freshman, comes in to be a second defensive tackle. And, you know, they, they, they're switching in Will McDonald, a, a true freshman defensive end. And those guys, are, guys aren't playing the, the majority of snaps, but they're coming in for – um, short periods that gives Jaquan Bailey that break or gives Eni Wasriki that break. And I think that's one of the reasons they feel they've had a little bit of success at times, um, especially when you get later into games, and they hope it's going to help them in the second half, is that they're rotating a lot more this season than they have ever in the past. Yeah, Alex, uh, Brock Purdy, big fan of him. Uh, only been obvious, on, obviously, two days, but I'm a big fan of what I see from him, his demeanor, his mobility, his accuracy. Everything I see out of him I love. Um, how is he going to feel going to the bench next game? <laughs> yeah, well, the thing with him is going to be interesting, and I think that was a big question coming out of that first game was, now, and I think, you know, Trent, we talked about this last week, is how are people going to um, kind of come at him now? How is he going to respond mm-hmm. when somebody's seen tape of him? And West Virginia brought blitzes. I think they actually got to him quite a few times where he actually got the ball away. There was the, the big pass downfield to Hakeem Butler, and he just kind of threw it up. You know, knowing he was going to take a hit, and I think that's been one of probably the most impressive things from from the outside looking in is that he's had the poise of of a veteran at times in terms of at least taking on some of those blitzes. And I'm interested interested to see what the second half looks like. You know, Texas Tech's defense has been better. He's going to face a really good Texas defense here in a few weeks, and I think teams are going to obviously try to start to 
take different things away. They're going to try to, you know, probably pay more attention to those pump fakes. And it's going to be interesting to see how he does in the second half. And we talked about this too, Trump, last week. Does obviously have a decision to make after the bye week with mm-hmm. Brock Purdy or Kyle Kemp. And I think what he did Saturday, you know, there's no way they can't start start Purdy against Texas Tech. Yeah, he's, he's certainly got to be the guy for that game. And, and hopefully for the Cyclones going forward, he's going to be the guy for the rest of the year he keeps playing at that level. Alex, uh, one more on football before we jump into some basketball with you, and that is for all the positives to take out of the game Saturday, the kicking game had issues from the missed extra point from Connor Asali to the field goal that was brought uh, blocked and brought back for a touchdown. This is a guy that seemingly came out of nowhere. It felt like it'd be either Francis or Narvison coming into the season. Open competition with the bye week this week. What did Matt Campbell had to say about that, talking about the kicking spot. Well, I think they're probably going to stick with Connor Sally, and uh, with it being a bye week, we haven't got to talk to him as much this week about, hey, what what's the situation? After the game, he made it sound like the block field goal was not on a Sally. I think there was a protection issue uh, in the middle where they just West Virginia just came through the middle and wasn't as much on the hold or, or the kick. So. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think the 46-yarder they would probably want back and maybe do something different. You know, when you look at Connor Sally, he's been good this year, 8 of 8 going into that game on field goals, uh, I think uh, 12 of 12 on PATs. The thing with him is all those kicks have been inside 40 yards, and I just don't think 46 really is his range. And so I think they'll probably keep him. Uh, I don't know what happened on that PAT, but uh, if things continue to go the way they did Saturday, though, you know, that – that Texas te- in the Texas Tech game, they might have to start making a, a move. They do have Braden Harvison as a you know true freshman kicker, and I did my grade Sunday, and that was really the one area when you look at that, that game that did not perform as special teams. Yeah, Alex, I have to ask you this. This is news. This is what people are talking about on Twitter, at the water cool, at the vending machines. What has Pollard said about uh, the $25,000 fine for rushing the field, as well as what has Matt Campbell said. How are they feeling about old West Virginia over there? Well, Jimmy Pollard uh, came out and uh, said, Iowa State will appeal it. So that's that's kind of the story right now is you know, the Big 12 handed down a fine today of $25,000 and a public rep- reprimand. You obviously can't take back a public reprimand that already happened, but they're appealing to fine. And I don't think they care if they get fined the $25,000 or not. I think them appealing it is more saying they don't think there was an issue. Now, Pollard's stance on it, and the reason why he says they will appeal it is he says they stormed the field, and I guess we know they stormed the field last season against number four TCU, and he said they handled it the exact same way, and they didn't get fined then, so they shouldn't be fined now. So um, I think the the best way the Big 12 can handle this probably is um, the SEC has a rule where if you you storm the field, it doesn't matter if you handled protocol or not, you get fined $100,000, and I think if the Big 12 wants to fine schools, they need to just go to that model because right now the Big 12 doesn't have a rule that says you can't score on the field. It says you have to handle the security protocol. Hey, Alex, how about just and a no-fun rule? We just can't have fun anymore. Let's just find people for having fun. So I should be yeah, fined exactly. $100,000 right now because Brent and I are having fun doing this and drinking a beer exactly. here. Yeah, exactly. It seems like several years back nobody even talked about this, and now whenever a field gets stormed, I think Clemson, Syracuse, LSU, Georgia, now Iowa State, West Virginia – it's a big talking point, and it seems like even just a few years ago, it wasn't even something people even considered was finding schools. It was just something that happened, and now I think, you know, I don't know what it is. So much has happened that 
Now it's all about fines and, and did schools handle it properly. I guess it's just it's going to be a $25,000 party is what it was because everybody's out there celebrating a huge win against the number six team in your own conference that is now slowly becoming a rival. Um, let's just chalk it up to that. What would you say about West Virginia? How close would they be to becoming Iowa State's big rival? Well, it's funny because when, when they joined the conference, the Big 12 put them on Friday. They put those two teams on Friday of Thanksgiving, and they, they wanted to turn it into a rivalry because, you know, technically the closest school to West Virginia in the Big 12 is Iowa State. And so they went, okay, that's going to be the rivalry for West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And they played it that way, what, for four or five years, and it, it wasn't really a rivalry. It's, it's a rivalry has to happen naturally. Um, Iowa State was coming into this game one and five against West Virginia, and it feels like that's starting to create a little bit. They, they do recruit against each other a little bit more in Ohio. Uh, Dana Hogerson has said nice things about them, but he also called them unprofessional and was not very happy with the, the field score. I, mean, I don't know if Campbell also said that he thought Iowa State handled it well. So it seems like that, that rivalry is starting to come out a little bit more naturally now instead of just, hey, they're going to play on this Friday before Thanksgiving. Alex, uh, let's jump in here in the final five minutes or so into some basketball. Basketball, we're still a little less than three weeks away from the opener of the exhibition season. We will also see, of course, uh, some secret scrimmages for Iowa State. But a banged-up Cyclone team right now on the hardwood. Solomon Young, the latest. They've had some illness. Fill us in, a, uh, a banged-up Cyclone basketball team. Yeah, Trent, this was the story all last season, and now it's already hitting right. them again uh, here. You know, last year they lost Fab at one point for the rest of the season. Um, Solomon Young ended his season early to have MCL surgery. The latest injury is Solomon Young, and that's going to be the one that's worrisome for them. Uh, he sustained a groin injury last Wednesday. Um, now Iowa State says he will need a specialist for extensive um, for an extensive evaluation, and they're not they're not quite saying yet what the severity is, but I've heard that it, it could cost him quite a bit of time, and I think it's going to uh, be a good chance that he's going to miss a good portion of the season. So um, that's bad news for Iowa State. Obviously, it hurts their depth right off the bat. Um, but the, the silver lining for them is that I think they're going to play a lot of small ball anyways. Um, the other injuries, George Condit and Tyrus Halliburton, two freshmen, have had mono. Um, they're both back at practice now, though. Um, you know, Nick Weiber-Babs healthy. Uh, Zion Griffin um, tweaked his MCL, but he had surgery on this offseason, but he's good. And so the, the one other injury other than Solomon Young right now is that Zoran Talley got elbowed in the face, broke his nose. He had surgery last Thursday and he's out four to six weeks, but then when he gets back, he can play with a mask. So they've had a lot of injuries, but the, the big one's going to be Solomon Young. Nice. Um, can you give us a brief um, talking to about some of the true freshmen that will be coming in? Not necessarily the transfers. I think we know about them. Maybe some of the true freshmen. Can you talk about them and what we expect to see this year from those guys at Iowa State? Yeah, well, there's four of them, and I think the two that fans are going to probably see the most of are Taylor Horton Tucker and Tyrese Halliburton. Now, Horton Tucker is the one we, we've known about. We know, we know he's going to play. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how many minutes. Does he start from game one? Does he start in Big 12 play? But I think he's going to play significant minutes. And um, talking to some teammates last week, it sounds like he can play anywhere from the one through the four. Um, they're, they're comfortable with him bringing the ball up at times. Um, he said he has a lot of comparisons to George Yang, but thinks they're different players where Yang was more of a wing forward and, and uh, Horton Tucker thinks he's more of a guard. Um, so we'll see a lot of him, but the other guy that I think we're going to see a lot more of than maybe we could have anticipated is uh, true freshman point guard uh, Tyrese Halliburton. I think he's probably maybe the last guy in that key rotation right now. Uh, Mono has set him back a little bit, but Prone keeps sneaking him into different different 
questions about how he could step up, how he could be a three-point shooter. And so I think he could end up being a guy off the bench um, this year as a true freshman. Expectations overall. I, I think most everybody believes at the very least this is a an NCAA tournament team. What's the mood in Ames? What, what are you hearing from people? Are the expectations just that? They get back to the NCAA tournament, or do you think they're even higher? And expectations are maybe not challenging Kansas for the crown, but they're going to be in that mix two through four in the Big 12 this season. Yeah, I think the expectation I see from most fans, especially around the message board and, and social media and that sort of thing, I think it's at least to be a middle-of-the-path Big 12 team, and that means probably in that five or six range at the very least. Mm-hmm. that we've seen in recent years, six or seven Big 12 teams get to the tournament. I think the tournament is the expectation, um, but we, we just don't know how all these pieces are going to come together. Um, you know, you mentioned there a minute ago the transfers. How do Mario Shayok and Michael Jacobson fit into things? Um, how do some of these freshmen fit into things? How do Nick Babb and Wendell Wigginton coexist both as point guards? So I think there's a lot of questions, and I think there's also a lot of questions of the Big 12 is who is after Kansas? You know, there's Kansas State. Um, that was had a run last year, but who else is there? So I think there's a lot of questions both with Iowa State and the Big 12 that bring some uncertainty. But most people that I've talked to or stuff I've seen in terms of fans interacting, they expect them to go to the tournament, and I think they expect them to be a five or six team in the Big 12 at the very least, maybe better, but at the very least that's their floor, I think, for most people. Alex Halstead joining us here on a Tuesday as he does throughout the college sports season. Really all throughout the year, always good talking Cyclones with him. Alex, as always, thanks for joining us here today, and uh, thanks for dealing with Wolfgang. Yeah, thanks. Congrats on your, your, your new show, and I'm hopeful that I'll be able to join you most, mostly Tuesdays, it seems like, Trent. That, that's usually the spot for it, and uh, appreciate your time. That's Alex Halstead joining us. And, thanks, and Alex. Always love the conversation with him. Brings uh, such great depth to the conversation with Iowa State and takes us inside Always a good thing. And you know Alex, huh? You used to have him on your Saturday morning show. Yeah, I wouldn't recognize him. He sounds completely different. <laughs> people sound different at 8 a.m. Have you ever noticed that about people? Yes. I, I've had that problem a time or two in the past. Yeah, 8 a.m. sounds a little bit different than 4.40 p.m. And with a Coors Light in your hand, that certainly helps out, <laughs> too. We're here from G-Megs on 5th Street in Valley Junction. Stop on out. we got the Hawkeye Huddle coming up from 5 until 6 o'clock with Dave Creighton, Jr., And Brett Ridge coming back, putting a cap on the hour. It's The Drive on 1700 The Champ. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. 1700 The Champ with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, mostly clear, 37 sunshine, a little cooler Wednesday, a high of 54, and more sunny skies Thursday, warming back up to near 63. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. 
This report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rights. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old right aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements and I'm your dealer for the people and i approve this message come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com technology truths brought to you by geico technology truths. truth you have 14 login passwords and you can't remember any of them doug one doug two Doug is awesome. Doug is awesome. One, two, three. Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at Geico.com. Doug is super cool ampersand underscore exclamation point, exclamation point, 1985. Knew it. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The leaves are falling. While shopping for a new rake, you check your ADT security camera from your phone and see some kids with toilet paper and eggs approaching your property. Then you see what they see. Your ADT sign and outdoor camera and scurry away. Scarecrow Service, brought to you by ADT. Designing and installing a smart home just for you. Backed by best-in-class 24-7 protection. Learn more at ADT.com. ADT, real protection. License information available at ADT.com. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Indeed, used by over 3 million businesses for hiring, where business owners and HR professionals can post job openings with screener questions, then sort, review, and communicate with candidates from an online dashboard. Learn more at Indeed.com slash hire. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year year you fly the colors of your favorite team and you'll find those colors at heartland flagpoles and flags the largest selection of team flags anywhere every team every sport every flag almost buy online and get free shipping heartlandflags.com since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. 
New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. The drive continues on 1700. The champ, Trenton Wolfgang, with you. We're live from Jeep Mix, 5th Street Pub, our Tuesday home Wolfgang, final segment for you before the Hawkeye huddle. Tuesdays are easy. you got to like this. Hey, that's right. I'm looking forward to listening, man. Absolutely. been listening for years. The uh, Dave Creighton Jr., Brett Ridge, those guys will be aboard from 5 until 6 o'clock. Just met him. I thought he was the owner. He looks so professional. He, he does look professional. He's got, <laughs> his, he's got his Bears polo on, sporting the colors, even after that. Oh, well, that's right. Hideous, hideous loss on Sunday. You said you had something for me for the Bears that you wanted to talk about. So I'm interested, obviously, I listen to you for a long time. It doesn't seem like you talk a lot of Bears, and I don't know if that's because you don't want to go Boston Red Sox, you know, Central <laughs> Iowa Radio or whatever. I'm not sure why you're not wanting to talk about the Bears because there's a lot of fans, man. There are a lot of fans, and of the four, you know, the four NFL teams that we talk about the most, the Bears, I have always been told, are the most. And really, the, the most concrete information I have now You're talking about Central that. Iowa? Central Iowa, yeah. Here Eastern over, Iowa, we know. Yes, yeah. Completely different over there. But one thing that I've always heard, this came from, and it was probably oh, five, six years ago, I guess now. It was the, the buyer of the NFL memorabilia, jerseys, her hats, shirts, everything. It's Shields. And he told me at the time, it was... Pretty much quarter, you know, just taking away the Steelers and the Cowboys, just of those four teams. But the Bears, there was a bump up. They had the most. Now, also during that time, the Bears were at least decent. Remember, they went to the NFC Championship game under Cutler. I think that was the year after. So they were decent at the time. I think you have to play that. But the biggest thing, Wolfgang, I haven't talked much Bears lately is because the Bears haven't been relevant. And when they're not good, not going to talk about them. Not, not going to just continually beat down when there's a good Vikings team or a good Chiefs team or a good Packers team to talk about, it's just, I think, a lot more relevant. When the Bears stink, there's not a whole lot more to be said. So do they deserve to be talked about right now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let me... They're in first place still. Okay, so I came upon this. I'm interested in this because I'm, I was a fan of this dude. believe he was a fifth-rounder back in the day. Watched him in the Big Ten. Thought he was wildly underrated. Jordan Howard. We talked okay, for him yep. about 10 seconds yesterday. Yeah. Did he not lead the NFL as a rookie in rushing? Or something close to that, fourteen hundred, something like that. Yeah. The dude is legit to me, mm-hmm. at least you know. And I think he dropped off a little last year, but not a ton. He right. still had a good year, I believe. That was his second year. Yep. So we're talking his third year. He's being paid virtually Rook- nothing. Rookie wage on a half a mil, yeah, something yeah. like that, right? Or even that. 
I don't know. Something like that. He probably got this year and next year on his four-year contract, I would guess. Why in God's name would the Bears want to get rid of somebody like that? They're sitting, there's an article I'm reading about how the Eagles are trying to get him. Why would really? the Bears give this guy up? It doesn't make a lick of sense to me. And I have long maintained throughout this season that the Bears need to be relying on that a lot more. We need to see a whole lot more out of Jordan Howard and getting him the football. Matt Nagy is a diversified guy. He is forward-thinking. I like many of the things that he does. Now, late in games, it's not been beautiful, as we saw last week against Miami and week one against Green Bay. When they needed him the most and him to, to show And he the- got conservative, which he isn't, right? right. And so explain that. I can't. I can't. I can't understand how a guy can be like that. Well, I can. He went to the Andy Reid School of, of Coaching. That's who he learned under, and what can you continually say about Andy Reid? Great coach. Teams are always good. Terrible clock management. Terrible late and tight games. Yes. Same thing maybe is rubbed off here. I, I think that's the only thing that you can use to describe it, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I don't. Now, you've got Cohen. Cohen. Yeah, Tariq Cohen. Yep. So, he's, I mean, he's been tearing it up. But mm-hmm. what they're talking about is Jordan's basically his carries have gone from 73% to 62% to 54% to 51%. And basically, they're saying Jordan is getting a little PO'd. Oh, I and would that be there's too. been some quotes out there from the coach and the, the journalists actually asking the questions, and they said, no, nah, he's fine, he's fine. But I just can't understand why the Bears would give. That would be giving a really good player away. And Cohen isn't a – he's not an every-down back. So who do the Bears right. have besides other than Cohen? Uh, yeah, ben, nobody. Benny Cunningham? So this is just bo- – is this bogus? I've got to figure out 24-7 sports. I mean, is that bogus? Well, I mean, there, <laughs> there's good ones like Alex Halstead from Cycle and Alert and 24-7 sports. There's other ones that – Leave you scratching your head. I, I don't. I wouldn't read it much into that. I do not see a scenario where the Bears are really going to trade away their starting running back in Jordan Howard. They're going to need him. And as the weather continues to flip and, and we get deeper into the season, look, you're not going to be able to throw the football 45 times in Chicago, in Soldier Field, or at least not do it effectively. You're going to have to rely. He has the cannon to do it, but well, can he? I do wonder if maybe, in a way, they're trying to preserve him. They're, they're trying to save him for the back half of the year because they know that. And these games come November and December are going to be a lot more important than they were his first two years in the league, where he they're going to need that physical pounding back, and they know they're going to have to run the football a lot more. And because of that, they're just trying to keep him healthy and upright going forward. A theory? I don't know how good a one. At least a theory, though, going forward. And now the Bears... After letting the one slip away, New England this week comes to Soldier Field. Yeah, that's not good. We'll learn a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. basically, yes. let's, you know, measuring stick here. Um, but if I had told you right now, They're three before the season. I'd now, take it. Un- unfortunately, we didn't look at the Vikings. I, d- I actually did because I called some of the Vikings buddies of mine. I was trying to figure out, shall I pick the Vikings to win it all? Yeah. I was trying to figure out my Super Bowl pick, and I could not get anybody that actually followed the Vikings to give me the A-OK on their offensive line. It's, and I never even picked I never even picked anybody because that was going to be my Super Bowl team, and I couldn't get anybody to say, yeah, their offensive line will be okay. Well, then I'm not picking you if your offensive line is going to stink. I can't stand watching offensive football where I have to worry about a running back that's really good that has no yards and somebody in his fa- face as, long as, as well as a quarterback. I don't want to watch that. But also Green Bay. I mean, you guys, Chicago is obviously the third pick. Coming into the year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and maybe the fourth pick. So you I mean, can't, you can't be unhappy with what's going on now, can you? I'm fine. I'm fine. You you would have told me we'd have a lead at this point as we go into, was it week number seven, week number eight of the NFL? 
we got a lead in the division. I'd sign up for that. And the two games that they let slip away, I'm fine. Now Khalil Mack needs to be healthy, and we'll see what that ankle injury is going to be. But after what I've seen the last couple of seasons, I'm at least excited to talk about the Bears. I'm Khalil excited. Mack. we got to talk more about him. How fun is he? Every Ooh. Sunday, it's a big, big difference, certainly. All right, Wolfgang, with that, we uh, got an hour in the books, an hour to go here, but you're off, and you get to just chug beer the rest of the night. How about that? Look forward to listening. Everybody stay tuned. Hawkeye Huddle, baby. We got the Hawkeye Huddle coming up next here from G-Mig. Stop on by Fifth Street Pub in Valley Junction. Guys are ready to roll. At least half the duo is here. Dave Creighton Jr. is ready. Brett Ridge, to be determined. Sporting his Bears colors. He's a good, good man. We're coming back with the Hawkeye Huddle. Tom Cakert also will join the program. At about 5.35, we'll hear from Hawkeye Reports' Tom Kakert. And it's steak night here at G-Migs. Get some great grub, and with it, a great night of Hawkeye talk. It's coming your way next on 1700 The Champ. Every Chiefs football game right here. Terminate this football game. The Chiefs radio network lives on 1700. Oh, go champ! The champ. It's green, moron. Come on, move it, you clowns. 1700, the champ. Right now, traffic. We've got a few things going on in the metro right now. First of all, we have an accident on East 29th Street at Guthrie Avenue. And then we have another accident on Valley West Drive going northbound at Giles Street. Finally, we have a stalled vehicle on Hickman going eastbound at 63rd Street. And that's your look at traffic. Drive safe out there, Des Moines, and have a great afternoon. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? Uh, these colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? 
you can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial vinyl print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University, one block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com The Arizona-Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona-Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona-Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges.